You guys know what it is. When the dress shirt comes on, the chest hair comes out. This is the Coach Colin Podcast. I'm Coach Colin, and this is the podcast for men. Women are invited too, but this is for men. If women want to watch, you know, like, like you know when you know when you watch a news show and they're doing the show and then there's people at the glass and they're holding up signs and they're just having a good time. That's that's women's role in this podcast. Eventually, when I get the call in mechanism, not call in, but the call in mechanism for people to call in and talk and ask questions, they'll they'll be able to participate in that. But for now, you can just hold up your signs of support saying, yeah, men are the best. We support you guys. We love you. All that good stuff. (laughs) That's that's uh, that's just how it is. Now, this podcast is for men who are feeling feeling anyway you know disenfranchised happy sad lonely you know overweight stuck confused feeling good this is just for men to come chill it's a men's group vibe that's what i'm trying to go for right now but uh let's get into it what i want to get into first straight up again congratulations to cameron haynes for retiring from his job of 26 years Everybody who's a blue-collar person, celebrate for him because that is the dream. It's the dream to to just make a just write a book and be on Joe Rogan and 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 retire because that book made you millions of dollars. That is that's the new American dream that you can shoot an elk with a bow and you eat that elk and then you go see Joe Rogan. And then you sell a book, it makes millions of dollars, and you retire from your job. That is the new American dream. And I'm not even in America. All right, this book. Guys, this book. I don't get paid for this, guys. All right? I'm just saying, this book is absolutely amazing. It's called The, the 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. It's for people who are in organizations, but it's also for everyday guys if you want to be more of a leader in your family, you want to be more of a leader with your wife, with your kids, at work, in your business, whatever, this is a great book to check out. They got 15 commitments, just like the title says. And I'm just going over commitment one right now. I was talking about this in the Habit Board update. If you don't know what that is, go check them out. Just write Coach Colin Habit Board update. They'll come up. In the latest one, I was talking about taking 100% responsibility because I had messed up on some things that I was supposed to do over the week, and I just decided to take 100% responsibility. And the reason I did it, I mentioned this book, but I just want to go over what that is right now. So it just says, taking 100% responsibility process. Step one, identify an issue or complaint about anything going on in your life. State the complaint. I don't know why it says it like this. It says state the complaint in unenlightened terms. I don't know. I think because these guys, these people who wrote this book, they're very, they're very flowery types. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're like soft types, you know, like those type of people, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's a man and a woman. I think they run, they run this, uh, this personal development company, but unenlightened terms, be dramatic, ham it up. Blame overtly. That just means basically whatever the complaint or whatever is, just get over the top. Be a bitch about it. 
That's all they're saying. You know, just be like, oh, it's all because of you, blah, blah, blah. You do exactly what you're not supposed to do as a man, you know? Step two. And I, I don't know why they're... I think they're telling you to do that because it kind of breaks the seriousness of it all. If I look at you and I say, it's all your fault, I can't believe you did... Like, if I get like that with you, it's kind of funny. I think that's why they're doing that. But step two, step into 100% responsibility. Physically find a place in the room that represents your internal shift to being 100% responsible for the the situation. So just find a space in your room, whatever that might be. I, I don't know how to frame that for you. For me... It's this office. Yo, that thing's probably loud, eh? I wonder. I wonder. I should turn that off, no? Was that on last time? We're going to leave it on this time. Because I'm in my, I just started, I'm in my zone. But, yeah, for me, it's this office. For you, it might be your garage or your room or your washroom or your man cave, if you're lucky enough to have one, or your car Whatever it is, a place where you go where you're like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to relax. I'm going to calm down. and I'm going to take responsibility for this situation. And I know you're thinking you can't take responsibility for every situation. The ones that you can take responsibility for. If you're if you're thinking about blaming somebody right now, if you're thinking of the situation, you're thinking of blaming somebody right now. Fucking suck it up. Stop being like that. Okay. Step three. Gain insight by completing these statements, repeating each one several times until you feel like you're having a breakthrough. So these statements, they go like this. From the past, this reminds me of. I keep this going by. You know, and then like you state the situation. What I get from keeping this going is. The lifelong patterns I'm noticing. Is it recording? I got to check with the recording. I got to check, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to check real quick. It is. Okay. We're, we're, we good. We good. Because you have no idea how many times I've done podcasts, two-hour podcasts. I'm not recording. It's the worst feeling in the world. You have no idea. But uh, the next one. The lifelong pattern I'm noticing is... I can demonstrate 100% responsibility concerning this issue by. So let's go through those. So from the past, this reminds me of. So you keep saying this stuff and eventually some something will trigger, right? The one I like the most is I keep this going by. You know, sometimes in a situation you feel like you feel like you're not taking part in it at all. You feel like it's just that other person and you're mad at them, and if they would just, if they could just, I don't know why they're just being X, Y, Z. If they would just stop, then I could just. And you have to, like, look at it and be like, I keep this going by, you know? And sometimes it's like, yo, I keep this going by being mad. I keep this going by staying silent. I keep this going by withdrawing myself from the person who I'm fighting with. Let's let's just make it like a girlfriend or a spouse or a brother or something like that. I keep this going by ignoring them. I keep this going by not answering their messages. You know what I mean? Like all that. Then what I get from keeping this issue going, that's 
that's a huge one. I remember I was talking to my buddy and I was like, I was like, think of it in the frame of like your girl, right? Your wife, your girl, whatever. Like, and even vice versa. Like when you're fighting with a significant other, your spouse, it's like, I keep this, like what I get from keeping this going is makeup sex. Some people do that. Some people are like, yo, if I keep this going, we're going to have great makeup sex, but we got to really get into it first. It has to build up. It has to build up. It has to build up real good before we, you know, you know, uh, like what, what do you get by it? You get attention. You get, you get, you get sympathy. You get, you get, uh, you get people rallying around you to make sure you're okay. You get nurturing, you get support, right? And you get a lot of those things when you, when you, when you make a situation, a, a, a a tense situation when you keep it going, you get a lot of those things some of the time, especially if the people really care about you, right? But if you can just like, like even think of like makeup sex, like I bring that one up jokingly, but it's true. It's an aspect of arguments that people often talk about, you know, when it's that crazy chick you know, you guys fight like crazy, but then afterwards, oh my gosh, yo, afterwards though, yo, we just, after, man, it's, but you could just, like in that case of like a significant other like that, you can just be like, yo, you you can just make it so you have mind-blowing sex. You don't have to, you don't have to have a fight. You can just make it that way, right? Rather than having a fight, you can just give her a massage, you know what I mean? You can just give her a massage. You could just ask her how her day was. You could just grab her for no reason as soon as she walks through the door and kiss her passionately. Or as soon as you walk through the door and kiss her passionately. You could just get it. You could get it popping a, a million different ways in that sense. Right? And then when it comes to like attention or support or anything like that, you could just ask for those things. But it's hard to ask for those things. Like, you notice when you get into, like, altercations or arguments and stuff like that with people you love, afterwards you become a little closer. But you don't have to have that blow up between you two to become closer. You can just request it. You know what I mean? You could you, you could just be like, yo, I need some support. Or, yo, you know what I mean? You could give attention. Then all of a sudden you get attention. You could give support. Then all of a sudden you get support. You know? And again, if you really want to man up, you could just ask for it. You could just be like, yo, I need nurturing right now. <laughs> and I'll laugh at you like that. Yeah, I'll laugh at you like that. It's all good. But I won't be there when you do it. So I'll laugh at you now because you're considering it. But I won't laugh at you when you're doing it. Nobody's going nobody's to know. And if you ask one of your boys, like they might laugh for a second, but they'll be like, oh, he's serious. He's serious. What do you need, bro? Come on. What do you need? And if you don't have friends like that, man, get out of that circle. Get out of that circle. I'm serious, man. Don't. I remember one time my buddy John said I was at Wonderland with a terrible girl. Terrible girl. And um, I remember he was like, he's like, what's her problem? He like just brushed her off. It was my girl at the time, but he was just like, that girl's terrible. <laughs> and I remember we were talking about friends. And I was talking about somebody and he's like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, oh, you know them. They're from. And I was saying something about high school. And he's like, no, I don't collect friends. He's like, I don't do all that. I was like, it's so true. 
Like there's some people he just got like like you just get rid of people sometimes. You just stop talking to them. It's not a it's not an over it's not an outwardly like punking type of thing, but it's just like you're just like I don't need to collect all these people. Like I've I've had people follow me on Instagram that I know don't like me and I don't really like them. I'm like, what are we doing here? You just want to see what I'm up to? Yeah, I block. I just block. I just do. I don't know. I know it sounds messed up a little bit, but it's like, what are we doing here? But sorry, let, let's get back to it. So, yeah, what you keep this going, like, what what do you get by keeping this going? And, and eventually something will trigger. Like, for me, the reason I bring up attention, and these are the things that came up for me when I was not arguing with my wife, but like I could think back to times where we had arguments because we haven't argued in a while. Actually, I'm lying. I'm lying. We did. We did. But <laughs> but I thought of some past ones. <sighs> and I can demonstrate 100% responsibility concerning this issue by. If you just keep asking yourself this stuff, a lot. it what See, what this stuff does in step three, it triggers a whole new thought pattern whole new thought pattern starts to arise because usually when we're mad at somebody it's just fuck them and i wish they didn't do this and i can't believe they did that and i don't even need to talk to them and i have no like it's just all about them and how you you just how you're so much better and they got you mad and they hurt you and you can't believe it and you're it's all victim victim stuff you don't want that victim mentality all over you that's like a that's a that's a stink that you don't need on you. That victim mentality. You don't need that. Right? So when you start thinking like this, you start thinking like a leader. You start thinking passion. You start you start thinking like somebody who who ha, who is empowered. Instead of somebody who can't fix anything, instead of somebody who who's completely powerless to the situation unless this person does XYZ. This person did to me A, B, C. Instead of that, it's all in your hands. You say, what, 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 what happens with me with this? Because you can change yourself. You may not be able to change that other person. But if you change yourself, you question yourself, and you take responsibility enough, because you're leading, because you're operating like a leader, that person will follow. And it won't happen every time, but it's worth a try. And then step four is, if during step three... You don't experience a shift. Go back to step one and repeat the process. That's that's all I wanted to talk about in this book. Oh, and then also they have they have questions that blamers people who blame. They ask these questions. Who did it? Why did it happen? What is the root cause? Who participated in the chain of events that led to this? Who dropped the ball? Who's going to fix it? You see what I just said about victim? All of that's victim stuff. Who did it? I can't fix it. I need to know who did it. Who dropped the ball? It's not, it's not, let's pick the ball up and get things rolling again. It's who dropped it. Who dropped it? Because they have to pick it up again. What, what's at the root cause of this? Because I know it's not me. I know I'm not at the root cause of this. It must be somebody else. All those questions are blamer questions. On the other hand... Leaders, they ask questions like this. And, and what they like to say in this book is that leaders come from a place of curiosity and learning. That's what they're trying to do. They're curious and they're trying to learn. So they ask questions like, 
am I willing to take full responsibility full responsibility for this situation? Right? What do I really want? If there were no obstacles, what would I be doing with my creative energy? See, that right there, that's that's a weird one to me. When I hear that, I start thinking of that flowery stuff that I said about these 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 people who wrote this book. But because I've read this like twice already, maybe three times, that is a good question to ask. Because when we bring up that victim mentality stuff, it's like there's a stop. It stops with that person. But if you can if you can answer the question to yourself, yo, what would I be doing? If none of this was happening right now, what would I be doing? How would I be feeling? Like, let's go back to an argument with somebody. If this argument wasn't happening, what would I be doing? How would I be feeling? Like if I, let's just make it like your brother. Like if I didn't have this argument with my brother, what would I be doing? And how would I be feeling? Well, I'd be feeling okay. Um, I'd be in a good space with my brother because we didn't have a fight. Um... And I would be going about my day, maybe if he's even still here, you know, if he's nearby, I, I would be cool with him because we didn't fight. And then I don't say I don't I don't mean like ignore the whole situation, but you could just be like, hey, listen, and just come from that place. Step into that way of being step into that feeling OK about things. You know what I mean? And then uh, am I willing to learn whatever it is I need to learn most about this situation? That's a hard one when you're upset, but again, this stuff's supposed to change your thought patterns. So if you could just look at this, like I, I type this stuff out, I have it printed out and I'm going to hang it somewhere in my house, probably in my kitchen because my kitchen, my living room, like I'm around there the most. So I'm probably going to hang it there because it, it triggers something in you. What am I willing to learn from whatever I need to like, you know, like what, what can I learn from this? Like when you, if you could ask yourself while, while you're upset, what can I learn from this right now? You will be less, less upset. A hundred percent. You'll be less upset. All right. Let me just run through these questions. Uh, am I willing to see all others involved as my allies? That's a big one. I got I was just going to run through, but, but that's a big one. If you could look at the person that you're at odds with and go, if, if I could see them as my ally, what are they trying to teach me? Right? Because when your boy questions you on something and you guys kind of bump heads because he's trying to show you something that you can't really see, at the end of it, you're like, man, I'm, I'm glad I have him in my corner to show me, to question me, to push me. If you could look at other people that you come at odds with in that same way, crazy, crazy. Because now everybody becomes an ally. The most, the most rude ignorant person that comes at you all of a sudden becomes an ally and you can learn from them like that's huge huge am i willing to see myself as empowered in this situation yes that's a huge one see yourself as empowered in these situations don't let whoever you're at odds with be in power and i don't mean like a power struggle like an ego thing just have your own power with the situation if two people are mad and you're one of them you could choose just not to be mad. You know, you could choose to be like, you know what? I'm actually not. I'm not going to get angry in my heart and my chest over this type of stuff. You can let it go. How can I play with this situation? 
See, that's that flowery stuff. Like, you're, oh, I'm going to play with this situation. If it's like an argument or or a debate or or or, or you're you're in some situation, I, like I guess you could play with it, but like that's some higher level thinking that I haven't hit yet. I'll be honest. And then where and when do I feel the most alive? Again, that's that flowery stuff. I don't know if you're at odds with anybody. If you're just going to be thinking like, when do I feel most alive? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. But I go to arguments. Maybe it's not an argument you're in. You know what I mean? I don't know. And what am I distracting myself from knowing or doing? That's that's a kind of kind of makes sense. Like, what are you distracting yourself from? But again, I'm not even going to get into that one. It's just these questions are just meant to trigger a different thought process. Go from being angry because this book is all about shifting. So you're supposed to shift from a uh, it's a to me attitude. Like like you, you look at the world as, oh, this happened to me. I'm going through this again, that victim stuff. You shift from that to a by me. A by me type of leadership. Like everything is by me and I have the power to change it. Like, so you're supposed to shift this. These questions, this process is supposed to take you from being a to me person, a victim to a, a victor. You know what I mean? So 15 conscious, 15 commitments of conscious leadership. Who's it by? Who's it by? I can't pronounce any of those names. One of them is Diana Chapman and uh, Kaylee Warner Kelp, and then Jim Deethmer, Deethmer, Jim Deethmer. All right, guys, you know what it is. Let's get to the show. Show's not going to be super long. I'm trying, trying to make my long content even short nowadays. You know what I mean? I don't want to be out here too long. Yo, does anybody know why OBS, why the mouse deactivates? When you're on OBS, does anybody have an answer to that? Because it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm just plugging in, plugging in right now. About to get it started. About to get it started. Man, I've been at work all day, man. I've been at work all day, boy. Glad to be off work. By dangerous, that implies I should be ready to threaten someone, to hurt somebody. No, you should be capable of it. Mm. But that doesn't mean you should use it. There's nothing to you otherwise. Like if you're not a formidable force, there's not there's no morality in your self-control. If you're incapable of violence, not being violent isn't a virtue. People who teach martial arts know this full well, right? If you learn a martial art, you learn to be dangerous, but simultaneously you learn to control it. Both of those come together. And the combination of that capacity for danger and the capacity for control is what brings about the virtue. Otherwise, you confuse weakness with with moral virtue. I'm harmless, therefore I'm good. It's like, no, that isn't how it works. That isn't how it works at all. If you're harmless, you're just weak. And if you're weak, you're not going to be good. You can't be because it takes strength to be good. It's very difficult to be good. By dangerous, mm. that implies. You know, I like to start it with a little Peterson. That's how, that's how my, my podcast goes. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that, but I love, I, I love the guy. I can't even, I can't lie. I love what he's about. 
He's pretty much his framework of like doing the things that you know you should do. That's basically what's pushing me through life right now and pushing me to improve in ways that I never thought possible. So, yeah, and it is hard to be good. It is. My head is so shiny. I don't put anything on my head, eh? This is just natural DNA. It's crazy. I don't know what that is. It's nuts. But it's shining. It's legit, like, almost almost showing a reflection. So close. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, I like that whole thing because it's so true. Like, if you're just harmless, it's like... It's like the religious figure that is like abstinent from from sex but never goes anywhere near a strip club or is never really close to anything sexual. It's like that's good but it's like you're not really exercising restraint. You've just completely secluded yourself. I don't know. And then also, it's like exactly to what he said. Guys who can't fight and can't defend themselves, for some reason, have this thing where they think that that's a virtue, that they don't worry about getting big and strong, that they don't worry about building their body. They think like it's weird. It's a weird thing that's that's come about in people nowadays. It's like that's not good. Like a lot of guys think it's good. Like, it's good, you know? I don't go to the gym. Screw all that stuff. It's like, no. Oh, is it unplugged? How is it even playing? What? I'm so confused. What? It was unplugged, but it was still on the screen. I don't know how to use I don't know how to use OBS. Let's go. I caught you slacking again, didn't I? Didn't I? I caught you. Get off your ass and go to the fucking gym. I caught you again, didn't I? Didn't I? I caught you slacking again, didn't I? Didn't I? I caught you. Get off your ass and go to the fucking gym. I caught you again. You know. Let me tighten this up real quick. It's so wild to me that nowadays, even the most jacked guys will style their hair before they hit the play button on their camera. You know what I mean? His hair is... That flip, that thing he has going on, he made sure it was like that before he got on camera. It's all good, man. It's all good. Basically female. You're basically female when you do that, which is fine. Like I said, ladies are welcome here. But that's very, it's very weird. Very weird. Not, it's just, it's not even weird in like a feminine way. It's weird in like a, yeah, I guess it is in a feminine way. Because you're like, I got a, he was like this. He went like this. And then he went like this. You know, like your girl, you know, like your girl does, like you say, you want to take a picture with your girl and she goes, and she does that whole thing. 
That's what he did before he got on camera. That's ridiculous. Ugh. And then this guy's whole thing is... Could you imagine having a friend that was that upset with you that you didn't go to the gym? That they just spit out whatever they were drinking? No, no, no. That they were so upset that they looked at you, drank something, and then spit it out. Ran up to you and said, I caught you slacking, didn't I? Didn't I? And you'd just be like, Mark... Mark, you can't. I invited you over, man, and you just spit coffee all over the floor, man. And I saw you. You did it on purpose. You knew. You knew I wasn't at the gym. I called you over here, Mark. You know I went to the gym, man. You saw my Instagram story. You know I can see when people see my story. You saw me. You saw me at the gym, man, and you're still doing this. And you do it every time you see me, Mark. (laughs) Mark's the worst friend in the world. I just name him Mark because he did his hair before he did his his video. So he's Mark now. Can you imagine trying to do your hair like Chris Hemsworth before you shoot a TikTok about guys slacking to go to the gym? Could you imagine you did that? I caught you slacking, didn't I? Didn't I? Go to the gym. Get the fuck to the gym. No. No. How about that? How about we fight now? How about right now we fight? Because I'm not going to the gym. How about that, Mark? How about that? I'm not going to the gym, man. He'd be like, oh, okay. He'd just go like this. He'd go, you sure you don't want to go? Are you sure? You sure? You'd be like, yeah, Mark, I'm sure. Okay? He, like, put his hair in a ponytail. He'd be like, all right, man. I was just, you know, I just wanted to. I don't even know how to simulate that. <laughs> I've been bald forever. All right, next clip. When someone gives you a physical gift, like Christmas and your birthday, what do you do? You unwrap it, you show it to the world, you put it on Instagram. You got that same gift inside you that the world needs. And you're doing the world a disservice by leaving your gift wrapped up. Somebody needs your story. My mom told me this, and I'll never forget. She said, Trent, you're assigned to reach people. I don't know how many, but you're assigned to reach people that nobody else can reach but you. She said, everybody has that. And the more you leave your gift wrapped, those people that need your message, that need your encouragement, whatever it is, that need your talent, they're never going to get it. And you're not going to leave this world a better place. I was ready to make fun of that guy, but then I started thinking of myself and my gift and opening it up to the world. He got me. He got me. I was ready to make fun of him with his clearly, clearly weave hair. I, You know what? I'm a hater. Never mind. Never mind. I'm hating on guys with hair. That's what it is. I was talking about how my head was shining. And now I'm making fun of all the guys who have hair. All right, I'm fine. I'm just a hater. Forget about it. Just forget about it. But I will say this. There's a lot of guys, a lot of black guys who are wearing weave. And for the white gentlemen in the room, you don't know what weaves are. They're not wigs exactly, but it's strands of hair that they will sew together or braid together with their natural hair. So their natural hair, let's say it's a braid, it'll come out to here. They'll weave some fake hair so their braid can come down to here. That's a real thing. 
Guys really do it. Argue with me if you want. I've seen it a thousand times. Okay. And I'm a hater. I'm a I'm a hair I'm a hair hater. Okay. Long hair, I care. How about that? Whatever. Don't like women, but they're oh, hold on. This guy. This guy, not this guy. Not this guy looks like John Cena's dad. Hold on. Not this guy though. This guy is a weirdo. This guy right now I'm about to play is a weirdo. Men that don't like women, but they're sexually unattracted to men, and they have no choice but to deal with you. And they act like it, don't they? Like, these men don't like women for real. They don't bond with women. They don't emotionally connect with women. They prefer to be around men. They respect men. They get along with men. They see men as their equals. They do not view you as it. But the only reason they're with you is because they're not sexually attracted to the men. If it wasn't for sex or power, they wouldn't be with you. I need y'all to watch out for these men. Like, actually, like, inquire about whether this man, this man actually like women. Not, not if you're heterosexual. My question to you is, do you actually like women? So many men. This guy. This guy. I'm just going to leave him up on the screen. I don't know who this guy is. I even asked. This is a channel called uh, Culture Check, and I'm like, "Yo, who is this guy?" And he just liked the comment, so I'm I'm kind of assuming it's him, like at the Culture Check. I have no idea, but it's ridiculous. This is a this is a ridiculous statement by a guy. I've seen too many guys, and you know you know what kills me. You know what kills me when I say that I I talk to men, like when I'm coaching men. There's about fifty that I've talked to including other coaches that I've talked to about issues, right? There's about 50 when I say talk to men. That's kind of, This guy, when he says that he's talked to men that he thinks don't like women but are only with them because they're not sexually attracted to men, which is such a crazy sentence to say out loud, he's talking about three guys, and two of them he actually interacted with and one he just didn't like all three of them he didn't like but two of them he actually interacted with for sure he's not talking about a sample of 1000 guys look at this guy look at this guy with the sound off look at him with chapstick in his hand chapstick in his hand questioning other men's sexuality what are you crazy do you like women you would not be with women. This guy's basically saying that there are some men and and what these men are that he's talking about, they're just men who are fed up with the way women are and the way dating is and the way that society is towards the the dynamic of a man to a woman. That's all it is. Cuz there's many of those guys. They're fed up. They're they're they've been in bad relationships. They've been hurt. They've seen other guys get hurt. They've seen guys get cheated on. They've seen so many divorces. Their parents are probably divorced. So they're just fed up with the whole dynamic in a whole. And he's accusing these guys (laughs) of... And then the funniest thing is he says they respect men. They get along with men. Oh, you mean like a regular man? Do you mean like a regular man does? That's what regular men do. They get along with other men. It doesn't mean that they sleep with them. (laughs) 
It's such a weird statement. He's just like, they're only dealing with women because they can't have sex with men. You know how crazy that is? And this is the type of weird, like, outcasting that a lot of men go through by other men. Like, look, this guy's a man, and he's accusing a whole spectrum of men of really only dealing with women because they're not sexually attracted to men, but everything else they do with men. Like, I don't even know how to describe this. This is just a normal guy he's talking about. This is a normal fed-up guy. He gets along with men. He respects men. What guy doesn't get along with men and respect other men? Like, not all men, but, like... (sighs) With chapstick in his hand while he's talking. With chapstick. And I know, I know, you're like, what do you mean with chapstick? This is what I mean. I mean, he's questioning these men's sexuality. And when he's done, see, he just did it. And when he's done, he's going to go like this. What? What? I don't. Oh, my God. All right, let's just move on. Let's move on. Next, next clip, next clip. <laughs> this guy's like John Cena's dad. I think he is. This guy looks like he looks like a cross between The Rock and and John Cena. And then he went to the army and killed a hundred men, fifty of them with his bare hands, the other fifty with a clip from an M sixteen. Yeah. Like, or like an M40. Call of Duty people know what's up. The M40. 50 rounds, in, 60 rounds in that M40 with an extended clip. Like one of those, you know what I mean? That's that American talk I'm talking right now. That's, <laughs> That's that American talk right there. But let's listen to this guy. He's actually a solid dude. someone who has never walked a day in our shoes or lived a second of our life so focus on your story your life and your voice because it's the one that matters don't get discouraged every day is an opportunity to be a better you don't waste it stronger together enhance the core i love that guy that guy's great what's this guy's account's name infantry guru And he just does that, just like a soldier, just every day he's just like, morning thought. And he's up at like 4 a.m. and he's already ran 20 miles and strangled three people in training. And he's just like, morning thought, hi. Hi, I'm Dwayne Cena. (laughs) I'm Dwayne Cena. How you guys doing? But he's so true. It's so right, man. It's so right. Like, you never think of that. How mad do we get over what people say who have no idea who we are? And I don't even mean in the comment section, because you know that happens. You know that happens Facebook, Instagram, wherever the comments are. There's always somebody getting upset. But in real life, we do that. People who don't even know who we are, we let them 
poke and prod us and and you know how people say live rent free in our heads it's wild man that's so true that's why you, you can't you can't care what people have to say about you at all it's so tr- so true cuz they don't know you at all like someone says something about you they don't know your childhood they don't know what you've gone through in the past month, in the past six months. They don't know about the loved ones you've lost. They don't know about what you go through on a daily basis. They don't know about anything mental you got going on. They don't know about your education. They don't know about anything that you've gone through. Traumas, whatever. Fights, nothing. They know nothing about you. Even even the ones that do know you, they don't. They don't even know the inner workings. You know, They know what you've shown them. Man. I like that guy. I like that guy a lot. Dwayne Cena. That's what I'm calling him from now on. And he always shouts out the Marine Corps. Stronger together, enhance the Corps. Oh, that's that's a that's a different one. This one, I'm going to do a whole episode on this. A whole episode on this. Actually, you know what? I'm going to play that one at the end. Oh, I just got to go into this real quick. to get it I don't even know what to say I don't understand why guys have to be like this <laughs> why are you like this like like there are there are better ways to treat a woman as an equal if that's what you want to do Right? Because this is not, she's not your equal here. She picked you up, opened your legs, put you on the ground, then made you do a half somersault, jumped over you, and then slapped you on your taint. It's not your equal anymore. That's not your equal anymore. Now, now she's your husband. That's it. Now that's your husband. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now you have a husband. Good job. Good job. You did that. You got a husband now. It's like, what are you doing, man? What's he doing, man? And he stays like that. He didn't have to stay like that. He could have brought his legs back down. But he was just like, what What does my strong, independent woman want to do? What's... What is my strong, independent woman going to do now? Oh, she's going to slap my taint. Okay. And my butt cheeks? Mm. Like, bro. And people and people are throwing money on you. And you know what's funny? None of it's funny. But, like, even you could hear even the people in the background, in the crowd, in, in the even they're like, whoa. Like, what's wrong with this guy? And he like tried to stay manly. Look, he tried to stay manly. Like, oh, what you gonna do? Oh, you just gonna lift me up? Oh, okay. 
Okay. I can smell my ankles. Okay, let's go. What's going on now? Oh, you just slapping my taint? Oh, you slapping my taint. Okay. Okay, I'm still a man, though. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know if you are. I think at the next men meeting that we have, we're going to invite her. You're going to stay at home. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. You're going to stay home. And she's going to come to the men meeting. And we're going to be upset about it. We're all going to be upset. You're going to be at home making cookies. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. How long has it been? 44 minutes. I think we're done. I think we're done, man. I thought I had more to say, but I, I don't have more to say. It's just, look at him. Oh, this is, she's my strong, independent woman. No, she's your husband. She's your husband now. Hmm, yeah. That's how that works. Good Lord. I was going to go into this, but this is a whole thing. I'm I'm going to go into this later. Let's end it with this one. I'm going to end it with this one. The secret is to get and hold fast in your mind the mental image of the person you would most like to be. Then in every situation, you act and talk as you feel that person would. You make the kind of decisions you think that person would. This is the way to constantly grow into a better, more effective person. You immediately begin to act with more confidence. And confidence is the first step to accomplishment. As your accomplishments begin to grow, which they most certainly will, real confidence slowly takes the place of the part you've been playing. Now, your life will not be transformed overnight. There'll be no sudden miracles, perhaps, but steadily, day by day, you'll grow into the image you hold in your mind. If you doubt this, try it for 30 days and watch what happens. You've got nothing to lose. The the time is going to pass anyway. Why not put it to work? Becoming the person you most want to become. It's the trick of the experts in every field. The secret is to get... And that, that, gentlemen, is 100% facts. 100% facts. Picture who you want to be. Picture him clearly. Write down a description of this man that you want to be and why you want to be this man and what this man stands for and what this man's principles are and how much money this man makes a year and what kind of wife this man has, what kind of children this man has, what kind of houses this man buys, what kind of cars he drives. Get so, so pinpoint on this person that you want to become and I guarantee It won't happen in 30 days. It won't happen in 60 days. But every single day you do this and keep this person in mind, you will move closer and closer to becoming that person. There is no doubt in my mind. And if you start it now, three years from now, you will be so much closer to who that person is than you ever thought possible. And that's it for today, guys. That was a Coach Colin podcast. You know what it is. The world's greatest men's coach hosting the world's greatest men's podcast. And I'm out.